my disease was not genetic. It, was, it had everything to do with the environment of which I created inside of my body and my mind and my being, and I had to fix it. And so I got to work. And like, I mean, as simple, I broke it down. I'm just going to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And through that formula was such a crazy and wild and rewarding spiritual and emotional journey. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Today, we are doing something just a bit different. We are talking about a health and healing miracle. Every one of us knows someone close to us or maybe extended. Maybe you've seen someone on Facebook. Maybe you've seen someone on Instagram or a friend of a friend or an aunt of a you know partner We all have been impacted in one way or another, whether near or distant, by someone that has had the C word, cancer. Now, I am a miracle worker. You know that I believe in quantum healings. You know that I believe in food being the medicine. I believe that everything that we eat has information and there's energy in everything. Everything is energy. And I know that some of you, maybe personally, or like I said, someone extended is battling this right now. And I want to share this with you because this is a friend of mine, someone that I've known for quite some time now. And I've witnessed his journey from diagnosis and completely transforming his mindset, the way that he thought, the things that he said, and literally going from having stage four diagnosis to now inspiring others, creating a wellness brand, have helping so many other people. And I see his Instagrams, I see his Facebook, I see his company. And I thought I have to bring him on the podcast to share with the people that feel called to listen to this episode for anyone that is calling in a miracle and just know the miraculous nature of our body. Gary and I could have kept talking for hours. However, We're only going for a period of time on this episode. And what I really love about Gary is that he's such a open book, an open resource. He's leading in service. I mean, he's walked this path and he's been on this journey and he knows what it's like to be at the beginning of it, to be in the uncertainty and the what do I do next or what should I do? Are there resources for me? And he's an amazing resource. So listen to him on this episode And beyond the episode, check out his information down in the show notes. And if you know someone that could benefit from what Gary has going on, please reach out to him. Definitely reach out to him. Share his information as he shares in this episode. He's so open and available for that, which I think is just so beautiful and such a blessing. So Gary Heyer is someone that I formerly worked with in life insurance, in finance. Back in the day, before I knew I was going to be doing this and he knew he was going to be doing what he's doing And he drops in about his journey, the fear to the faith, what it took, the kinds of things he's doing for his body now, the work that he's doing in the world, the things that he's created for others, how he's inspiring and also helping others heal. And I find this so beautiful and so heart opening. And I want you to share it with one person that you know that needs it. Now, before we get into Gary's episode, You know, I want to remind you, I just got back from this retreat that I'm a part of this group and we get really weird. (laughs) We get really weird. That's what I'll just call it. 
There's no specific modality that's used. It's a combination of many modalities and it's basically energy body work. It's a deep spiritual process. And what this work does is it liberates the body of fear and stored emotions and stagnant energies and things that create dis-ease, whether it's emotional disease, uh, physical disease, which emotional tends to lead into the densities and creates these physical ailments. And it was just such a crazy experience for me. I'm going to talk more about this. I mean, I'm going to go into more details on the podcast about my specific journey. But what I want to share in relation to this podcast episode I'm sharing with you with Gary is that right before I went, my back was having these problems in my neck. There were these issues. And I went to the chiropractor. I was getting adjustments, but nothing was quite moving it. The chiropractor said, take magnesium, drink coconut water, get more electrolytes. I'm doing all the things. I'm using red light therapy. I mean, I'm biohacking with all the stuff. I'm using salt on my back in case it's like an energetic like entity or something. I'm doing all the things. <laughs> I get to Mexico still. Like I'm, I'm on the plane. I'm at the hotel. Neck's not moving much. I even at my first hotel get a deep tissue massage. I'm doing all the things, but still it's there. I go into my first session and it's such a safe space and I just let out this cry, this deep cry that felt like it had been accumulating, but I was so busy with life. I was leading up to this retreat and the things that a mama does, preparing for the retreat, getting my daughter ready, getting my family that was coming to visit ready, making sure everyone's flights were good, making sure I was packed, making sure things were set up for while I was gone, making sure my clients were set up. All those things and the energy just accumulated at the top of my shoulders and in my neck. And I hadn't realized that it was there because I was so in the doings of life. Now, I share this because I luckily get to have lots of releases and I do a lot of work on myself. But it's never done. We're constantly doing it. We're constantly realigning, recalibrating, right? It's like you get shaken up and, you know, life happens and you kind of move um, at other people's paces or someone else's schedule changes or something happens and you have to reschedule. I got sick. I had a stomach or um, food poisoning the week before. So there were all these things that were happening. And I realized I was moving outside of what felt like a yes for me. And it's as if I felt like I had to, to keep things at pace for that week. And it's just interesting. And I think about this because this used to be my life forever, for years, for decades. I watched my grandmother like this. I watched my mother like this. I watched my father like this. This is how people move when they don't have options. They move at other people's agendas, other people's schedules. They also move with a either low-key or high-key fear in their body, in their mind, in their consciousness. There's lots of fears, insecurities, doubts. There's, there's worries. There's all these things that just accumulate, 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 accumulate. And if we're not doing the work to release it, to liberate the feelings, then what can happen is emotional, mental, physical disease. So no matter where you are in this process, I just want you to know that your happiness matters. Loving your body matters. Loving yourself to create an energy that feels harmonizing and healing and healthy in your body matters. Having that same energy and harmonizing, impacting your home matters. Alignment matters. All these things, they so matter because I want you to have a beautiful life. I want you to have a life that feels so good to you. And I, here's the thing I also want you to know. It's never too late. You can start. You can start now. Make some small changes. Cut something out. Start something new. And Gary's going to share some really great tips and health um, things here. And, you know, of course, the spiritual is so important here. And I know Gary went into a little bit about spiritual. I think we have, we have different beliefs when it comes to faith. But at the end of the day, we both believe in something bigger and higher than us. And what I want to share with you here is that the spiritual work that we're doing, we have these you know, that you and I may be doing. Maybe if you're in one of my programs, um, maybe if you're doing my meditations, you've read some of my books, you, you know that I had this diagnosis of all sorts of poor immune system. I was 
um, diagnosed with a panic disorder, agoraphobia. I mean, I was down to under 100 pounds. My hair is falling out. I was just not well. I could barely manage. I was blacking out. You know, you may have heard in the, I think the story I share in my book, but the one that led me to my spiritual awakening and spiritual practice was me blacking out after having a panic attack on the freeway on the way home from work because I was just trying to suppress all of my trauma, suppress all of my fears, suppress all of the worries and the things that I held on my back as being a single mom and all of the things that I hated about myself back then. And thank God that I was guided into this kind of low moment that I could begin to seek support in other ways and to let other people in and ask for help, which was something I used to not be good at at all. And it's led me to my soul family. It's led me to the things that I'm meant to do. And and it's led me to greater healing. And I'll tell you this, I'm still in it. <laughs> I'm still in it. It's shifted, but it's like Russian dolls, right? Like those Russian stacking dolls. You open it up and there's more. You open it and there's more. And um, the work that I was doing at my recent retreat and the work that I can see at all of these retreats I go to, at everything I do, every little thing I do, and I see this with my clients at at my retreats as they continue to do work with me, it's like a ball of yarn. You pull the string and it may get smaller, but there's still some more there because we're unraveling things not only for ourselves, but also for our lineage, ancestral stuff. It's deep, but guess what? It's worth it to liberate ourselves. So I hope that this inspires you to do the things and to just continue the process and to give yourself grace and to know that you can start by taking some things out and adding some things in. Start small, but start consistently and start from love. Start from intention. And I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on this episode. Let me know. Do you like to hear things like this? Do you want to hear about more healing, healthy, these kind of miracles? Because I'm here for it. But I got to know because you're my people. I create this podcast for you and I want to know, is this something that you want to hear more about with different people moving through different things? I'm feeling like it could be a yes, but I want to know from you. So hit me up in my DMs, email, share this episode tagging Gary and me. Remember to see all his stuff down in the show notes below. The other thing I want to remind you of, something very special is happening. Miracle-minded immersion. Miracle-Minded Immersion is my first live event since 2019 that is open to the general public. That means that you don't have to spend, you know, five figures to be in a mastermind with me to be a part of this. This is something that anyone can come to. And the only thing I say is if just have an open mind and be willing to experience and claim your miracles. Because guess what? We will surely be activating them. We are going to be doing deep meditative process. You don't have to worry if you've never meditated before. You are going to be able to drop in and you are going to begin to feel things in your body, to see things in your mind, to have a spiritual and beautiful mystical experience that you may have had things like this before. You may have never, but you want to try it out. The thing that I want you to know is that we are going to work on liberating fear from your body. I'm going to help you move into your body and to begin to feel things differently and to begin to let things be free. You're going to see things differently, speak things differently, and you're going to be in a vortex of many women saying yes to their fullest, highest potential. When I told you about that harmonizing in your body, harmonizing in your home, we're going to tune you to a frequency that is harmonized. You are going to feel this bliss to feel these states of ecstasy to feel these states of healing and yes there's likely going to be tears there's going to be moments of aha and oh my goodness you're going to see that you've been maybe doing things and speaking from from vantage points that don't serve you and that you're willing to let go of them but i want you to know that there's just going to be so much love so much grace and so much abundance activated in this weekend We also have an opportunity for you to ask questions, for you to be coached. It's a very intimate space. It's a very special space. And it's a -a one-of-a-kind weekend that will never be repeated again. Not like this. So I want to invite you to come. I have some of my friends coming to help co-facilitate with me to bring their own divine feminine nature to help amplify the process. Expect to use sound therapy to help heal your body. And I'm not talking about singing bowls. I'm talking about something different, something deeper. Expect to know how to move into a space of absolute peace. Expect to feel a heart opening weekend 
sacredness, reverence, and unconditional love. If this speaks to you at all, I want you to be there. Now, here's the twist. We're doing all of this, but the tide changes and we bring this all down to purpose and potential because we know that spirit has big plans for your life and that your desires are on purpose. Your desires are for you. They're a direct call to action from the divine. So there is a theme of purpose and potential and wealth consciousness always when we're working together in this miracle realm. But we're going to dig deep. We're going to dig deep. We're going to go into this beautiful space, the safe space, and we're going to get dig very deep so that we can get you liberated and alive so that you can access these miracles that I speak of. And I'm going to leave it at that. The link is in the show notes. We are about 30% sold out already for this one-of-a-kind event in this intimate space. And, you know, in this intimate space where we gather together for the weekend, we just know that we're coming together because Spirit has called me to create this. And if you feel called to be there, you just have to show up. You have to. You have to figure it out. I will say this, that there's been times in my life where I just didn't have the money. If you would have saw me a single mom on government assistance, not being able to afford food to go shopping for my daughter's clothes to take her to school. I would be the mom that like when you would get that note about $25 is needed for a project or a field trip, I would freak out. I would get worried. But when I found out that there were these events and these things that promised to allow me to see life differently, to get me in the room with people that were doing things differently than I've ever seen before, living bigger, more abundantly, more open-hearted, more generously, I knew I couldn't miss it. And even though logic said, you need to be responsible, you should be less worried about this and more worried about that field trip, I knew in my heart that if I would be different, my life would be different. And that it would overflow even into my daughter's life. And let me tell you, if you could see my life just six years ago, that was then when I made these decisions, you would be shocked and wowed by some of this. You would be shocked and wowed, but I'll tell you that it took me trusting the process and getting myself to those places by any means. So call a friend, get a room, get a room at the Ritz. If the Ritz isn't in your budget, go right down the street to the Marriott because let me tell you, you can walk. <laughs> Do whatever it is, get a roommate, borrow the money. And I say this because I've done all these things and only do it if it's calling you. If it's not calling you, let it pass. But if you're like, damn, I feel like this is going to do something for me. I feel like this is going to liberate my mind, liberate my body, liberate my spirit. It's going to help open me up to a new vision. Help me see myself more clearly. Help me see my divinity. Help me stand in my queenhood. I want to get around other women like this. I want to create a soul sister circle like this. I want to be around these people that do these things. Then you got to be there. Let me know if you join because I'm going to be over here celebrating you. And more than that, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you in just a few weeks and I can't wait. I'm over here smiling. It's, I don't even know. The sun is setting out my window in my office and I'm just smiling because I, I feel the bliss and the blessed feelings that are coming from this. So get there. And in the meantime, listen to my friend Gary as he speaks about his miracle and his healing and just know that all things are possible. Enjoy. All right, Miracle Workers, today I'm bringing you an old friend that I am now meeting in a new form as he has gone through such a big transformation. A lot has happened. My friend Gary Heyer, and we're going to talk about a true miracle that happened, and there's many layers to it, not only with him receiving what may be, you know, believed to be bad news, a diagnosis. He decided to show up and to be a warrior in that and to create his own miracles, and here we are today talking about all of that. So Gary, welcome to Miracle Minded. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So start where you were back in 2017. You were on, you know, living day as like day to day as we do. Yeah. Kind of like just getting through. Yeah. Tell us about where you were before you had this big consuming American. Yeah. That's, I was living that lifestyle just, you know, thinking that I had it figured out, you know, we go, we go from these adolescent years and young adult years to, you know, now having a family, I'm, 
I'm 45 uh, years old. So, you know, I got a young daughter. She was 10 years old at the time and back in 2017. So, you know, and I'm, I'm leading my life in business. I started a business uh, called Making It Fun. My wife and I developed this program to help parents and educators teach children better food ha habits through a, a gamified process called Making It Fun. And it was cool. Yeah. And so we had this great purpose of like, we want to change the dynamic of what's going on with our kids and, and this future because our daughter came home from some social influence. She was always a pretty good eater, but then we sent her to preschool. And even at that early age, she came home and said, no, nah, I don't like that broccoli anymore. So that's kind of like how that birthed. And so we saw this thing of like, you know, we're getting these pressures and, and we see how, you know, the, the, the fast food boom is happening, all that stuff. So we wanted to lead in that. So in 2017, I, I you know, I actually started that business in 2012. Yeah. Uh, but you, you weren't super healthy back then though. No, at the time, I mean, uh, where I was at that point, Nicole, I wasn't super healthy. I'm, I, I, was, I was almost 300 pounds at the time. Uh, I'm a 6'5 man, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I could hide it well in some extra uh, double X clothes. Uh, but I wasn't feeling well. And, yeah. But, you know, just like everybody else, we go through life just kind of like wiping the sleep from under our eyes and chasing the next cup of coffee or the next Red Bull in the afternoon. And we just... We're, we're, like I said, we're in this consumable world. And I grew up as, a, as an athlete. I was a, a you know, four-year college athlete. I got my college paid for to be, uh, by the, the grace of God and the talents that I had. And, and through that process, you know, I learned some habits in, in eating that probably weren't very well because it was just like, you know, you're, eat, you're moving so fast and you're running hard all day, play, playing basketball five, six hours a day, and you could afford to burn it. So you're eating burgers, you're eating the subways, you're eating burritos and it doesn't matter because you just burn it and you're just staying lean well you take those habits into your adult life and that's where all this inflammation and overweight happens and this disconnection to our mind so there's a lot of things that happen in that i really wasn't leading my life well at that time trying to lead a movement of health and wellness to teach our children a better future yeah you can't really do that you know leading your life not 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 really doing the right thing so i had you know food addictions i was crazy about carne asada tacos i was just teasing my daughter because she wanted some tacos. I was like, and she asked me, cause I'm plant-based. I'm just like, doesn't that carne asada, doesn't that look good to you anymore? I was like, absolutely not, you know, whatever. And so we had that conversation, but I was that guy. Like I knew every taco stand on every sales route. Yeah. And uh, that's just the way my lifestyle was. And I think that's just the way that we are as Americans. We just, we have our favorite foods. It's okay, diversity, right? In foods, we need diversity, but we need diversity in the produce section, not in all the fast food uh, establishments that are across, so. So tell um, us like what, what shifted for you because you had a radical diagnosis that came and that kind yeah. of i watched everything just like transform for you yeah so you know we like you said we've been friends for a while so you saw that man before and then in 2017 when i quit my career and went all in on this making fun business a month later into that that venture i got diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer so yeah. i you know by the grace of God, again, I mean, it's been crazy because I'm colorblind. I didn't really have any symptoms, but I had uh, not flushed the toilet uh, one night when my we were sleeping. I didn't want to wake my wife up. And and she woke up the next morning to find a little little pink in the toilet. So we called the doctor and that's what led to a series of tests and finally found a 10 and a half centimeter tumor in my colon, plus wow. another one up a little bit higher. And I had hey, 10, and a half? 10 and a half centimeter, the size of a baseball. Oh my yeah. God. So were you like swollen at the time? Like, were you? I was 200 and almost 90 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was swollen. I was swollen everywhere, Nicole. I mean, I was yeah. filled with inflammation. I had all kinds of things going on. And just, you know, what I thought might have been hemorrhoids was my body reaching out to me and saying, you got to do something. And I just wasn't looking at the signs because I had cholesterol medication to cover up the, you know, the cravings of eating red meat all the time because that's what we were told. You know, don't worry about. You know, you're, you just, you're genetically diagnosed with, with uh, high cholesterol. And I was on those medications for 20 years leading up to this point. Wow. But yeah, so there's, there's that whole story too. But this diagnosis led to more. It was, you know, uh, it turned out to be stage four, meaning there was another 17 lymph nodes that had cancer. And then there was also seven tumors in my liver. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Heavy. At yeah. 41 years old, Nicole. Yeah. So tell me, because... That's the kind of news like, hey, it's it's a nightmare. No one wants to have that news. But right. also I feel like in that moment, what was your thought process? Like, where were you at? Right? Like, what were you thinking and feeling when that happened? 
Okay, so that that's that's crazy. So I take take myself back to the moment I woke my eyes up uh, coming out of the colonoscopy, and I see the doctor talking to my wife, and my wife crying, oh. and some of our family and our best friends kind of there, and that's what I'm waking up to. So I just closed my eyes again, and I kind of knew what I was kind of expecting because we were thinking, you know, this is a possibility. So when I'm seeing that waking up, that was that was heartbreaking, and then the doctor came in and told me you know, you have this 10 and a half centimeter tumor. I also found another one above there. We need to do CAT scans to figure out if this is spread. And so, you know, in that moment, you're speechless, you're scared. You think it's a death, death certificate. Like you just, you don't know. And, and, and it was on top of that, Nicole, it was three days before Christmas. My goodness. Yeah, with a 10 year old daughter. And, you know, a family that, that is um, very well connected and, and, and we were just going to go spend great holidays with them. So, you know, then I have to hold this information and get through the holidays because I don't want to ruin the holidays for my family. Right. So yeah. only my, my wife and my mom and my dad and my sister and my, my in-laws knew and we let the extended family get through the holidays. And during that time, Nicole, I was so lost. I was so broken. I was so scared. I had no surety of anything, but because it was a tough point, like, you know, my wife and I are talking about it almost in tongue, right? Because we're keeping it from our daughter during this time and we're harboring these feelings and kind of suppressing it to deal with it a little bit later. And the turning point for me was when I had to look my daughter in her face mm. and I had to tell her what it was. And uh, she was scared and crying and we were all crying and I just, I promised her that I wasn't gonna stop fighting and I, that I was gonna be here and do whatever I could to survive this disease. Amazing. That goes I, to show what they say about the will to live because there's like these studies about the will and that was where, so you feel like before that you weren't sure it did feel like, cause I feel like people make a decision with these kind of diagnoses where you're like, oh my God, like the doctors are right or I'm gonna die or you look at those statistics and then there's other people that seem like they're just like, no yeah. and they go into this like fight and i've seen you like just going through this the whole time that you've shared it on socials was very like i'm here i'm gonna beat this yeah 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 i mean it was it, it it was that mindset mindset is everything i mean you talk about it all the time nicole and i i love drawing inspiration from you and what you teach and stuff and uh, that mindset is everything. So I had this willingness to, to, to not give up. Like I, there was not a thing that I wasn't going to, to try. There wasn't a stone that I wasn't going to turn over to find another resource to help my body fight this disease. So, you know, you talk about getting diagnosed. So what's the first thing we do? We jump right into to going to the doctor and getting all the game plan, chemotherapy, radiation, all this stuff. So let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. I did 36 rounds of chemo. Wow. massive over a year and a half and it was I mean it's thousands and thousands of cc's of poison running through your body I did 30 rounds of radiation I had major surgeries where they took my organs and and rearranged me and I got a colostomy bag for the rest of my life all this stuff right like western medicine I had 25 prescription drugs there was all kinds of this this massive onslaught to my body that was just trying to attack this cancer which if we only put our efforts into that we're putting ourselves at a huge disadvantage against this disease because typically a lot of times we start really declining because of those drugs because it attacks everything that's good too. Yeah. So I did a lot of research. My wife did a lot of research. We had a lot of people rally around me. We got, we got introduced to Kangen water early. You've seen me with the water I drink. At, now I'm up to two gallons a day without even thinking about it. It's just ridiculous. My body just absorbs it because this water that's made by this medical grade device just it's the most hydrating stuff on the planet. So I drank that stuff committed because I, I, I went with it, I went without it, and then I went with it again. And I saw the difference in how I was feeling during the height of that battle. So that was what I committed to. And then that led me to this whole alkaline lifestyle and antioxidant lifestyle and, and treating my, my body like, you know, in a way where I, I reduced as much product and, and food out of my life that my body can't process within a 24-hour period at the most. Hmm. You know? And so everything went plant-based and I started juicing and, and, and learning about the different powerful superfoods that are on the planet that God created for all of our different organs and our body to thrive off of. So I was like, man, this is just opening my world because again, making it fun. I'm all about teaching the children how to eat healthy and fruits and vegetables, but I wasn't doing it myself. Yeah. 
but now I learned about all this stuff and I, and now I'm, now I'm treating my body in a way and I'm getting these massive results. My doctors were beside themselves. Like when I got diagnosed, I wasn't given much of a chance to survive. And uh, if I was, I was probably going to be on chemo the rest of my life. Well, I haven't had a drip of chemo since 2019 in December. So for a two year period, I went hard in Western medicine. And since then I've been on maintenance. And I've been uh, under, uh, you know, a plant, a, a strict plant-based, uh, fun lifestyle. Like I don't miss any of the other stuff that I was feeding myself before because I, I fuel my body in a way that just gets massive results now. Yeah, it's just been That's incredible. Amazing. So wait, did you go full on like when you first found out you did all the chemo radiation and you didn't know about the juicing and all that at the time? Yeah. No, not at all. I, I mean, I was, I was still eating the same way. I cleaned it up a little bit, but just like everybody says, oh, I'm eating healthier because they're eating chicken and potatoes and corn and, yeah. you know, or, or vegan patties from, from beyond the burger, like di different stuff like that. And we think we're eating healthier. So I was eating healthier, but as I was going through chemo, that stuff uh, compounds, Nicole, like the, the, the chemo does, just doesn't leave your body. Yeah. I had a pump on my chest. I got a little port right here and they would plug me in and I'd carry around a pump for two days, every two weeks for two years. Oh. It was horrible. And that, that, that poison would compound. Right. And so, um, what would happen is that my body, it took longer for me to recover. I would feel toxic to the point of like tasting and smelling feces for days. You know what I mean? Like that's kind yeah. of toxicity. Yeah, that's no way to live. And that's what a lot of people are experiencing in this war because of the amount of, of Western medicine drugs and concoction that's on us. Remember, 25 prescription drugs during this time. Yeah. Massive amounts of chemo. I've been through radiation. Those types of things have been in my body. So there, there's so much going on in there. So it became like this, like the, the white, you just envision like this, this white light, like it's, you're down in this valley, you're down in this darkness and you're just trying to climb out because you're so sick and you got the, all these powers working against you. You got all these poisons, just, I got neuropathy still to this day, you know, three years past the point of when I had those drugs that are still affecting my body. Wow. And then I started feeling the power of nutrition. And, and, and when I was juicing these specific things and adding to that ingredient and finding out what burdock root was all about and then, and then treating cannabis like a vegetable and actually eating cannabis and, and juicing cannabis, like changed my life. Yeah. And, and, and so now my results are the fact that I've lost 75 pounds in that fight. I did it all the right way. All my tumors drastically reduced to the point that like, we were in great shape. We, we felt like we were in control and, and now we, we're here and I'm cancer free. And the beautiful part about it is now, and, and kind of like this whole mindset and how you kind of step into you and you yeah. step into who you're like, you find your purpose and it's a grind. For me, it took, it took facing death, right? But now I've stepped into this purpose and, I, and I'm leading my life in a way that, that it's believable because I got, I got the results and, and people are gravitating towards me. So for the last, the last three years now has been a steady incline of just more and more people gravitating towards this higher power wellness thing that I've built with the juices and the oils and the hydration with the Kangen water. And Nicole, we're getting massive results for people in the cancer community going from death, death, death certificate to cancer free. And then also people that are just trying to be healthier and living a better life. But thinking that the best way to do it is to go do a cleanse at Nectar or to do this diet fad with Atkins or whatever. It's just a lifestyle shift. It's a mindset shift, right? Yeah. So. I, and I love that some, whoever introduced you to the plant, it, it's so interesting. Like some people don't know what's out there and that's why I wanted to bring you on because I feel like all of us have been impacted by cancer in some way. We either know someone that's being diagnosed. We um, have someone in our circle. Like there's something that's always there. And I want people to be able to hear this and see the opportunities that are out there because that's the first thing I think of. I think of food as medicine, emotional releasing, work like Dr. Joe Dispenza, these things where people are just shrinking their tumors. I mean, it's miraculous. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to hear about yeah. what you have going on. I totally, the power of certain water, like these things just can do so much for us. Yeah. So tell us, for someone that may be on here, maybe they're dealing with a diagnosis, even if it's not cancer, there's something where they just feel super 
disempowered by their health or maybe some sort of diagnosis and they just listen to what the doctor said and it got them down. Yeah. What's the first like shift step that you would give them to make a uh, sort of change? Yeah, I love that. Change your mindset from food to fuel and look at things a little bit differently and don't confuse yourself. See, the problem is, is that we're, we're in a marketplace, Nicole, we're in a country in a, in, a, in, a, in a state of this world right now where it's just, it's built on confusion, right? I mean, everywhere across the board, you're talking about everything, right? I don't want to get too far into that, but everything in life is confusion. And, and especially when it comes to our diet. Yeah. Uh, we won't get too deep into where all of that began and all that started because I've got hours of that conversation. Yeah. That, that's the rabbit hole. Right. That's the rabbit hole. But the truth is, is that let's take it back down to the beginning. Now, no matter where you're at in life or whatever, but like things were a lot simpler back in the day, right? Like if you just think back into like the 1940s, 1950s, you go into a grocery store and it was primarily a big store of produce and a fresh butcher that worked with a local farm and there was a tiny little section of some canned foods and stuff like there wasn't a lot right but it was mostly fresh and now we go to a supermarket here in 2021 and there's 36 aisles of processed foods and there's just a tiny little section of produce and even a smaller section if you're lucky of organic yeah and we're very confused so now we look at okay so how are we going to get healthier and then you go to the the marketplace and you see these beyond burgers and different things and these different products it gets confusing slow it down and just try and go as natural as possible you know do you need to go plant-based to to be the healthiest person no but go towards it and you know i use a great analogy of like uh, our creator created us with these teeth and we've got four canines in our mouth and that's an eighth of our mouth so an eighth of our diet should be maybe meat so we look at it that way and then try and focus mostly on raw foods as opposed to processed foods and drink more water and get outside and, and soak in the sun. Like just simplify things. Yeah. Don't make it so hard to go find a product and read labels. Like they, they've got classes now on how to read nutrition facts labels. And I've got nutrition yeah. facts on my products. <laughs> yeah. That's Why are we doing that? Like, yeah. Just go pick up the actual ingredients that you need that's that was grown from the ground and, and, and simplify your life. That would be my first first step. Yeah. And that's it is crazy. And I say, like, even with my daughter, it's explaining to her, like, just because we're in Whole Foods, sadly, Whole Foods is such a sellout market. There's so much crap in there that is not yeah. whole, not good for you. And for a teen or children, it's confusing because they're like, but there's this thing, it says 100% juice. And then you look on the back and it's like gums and natural flavors yeah. and things and everything. It's like, you really have to advocate for your own well-being yeah. for the foods and things to eat. And even at restaurants, I've realized I'll go out to places that are supposed to be healthy. And I notice like, I'll start bloating. And I'm like, what the hell do they even put in this? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, so it's, it, I think in the world where we're busy and there's convenience, we're trying to do that and like going to like press juicery or something like that. It's yeah. like, you're like, oh, I'll go juice cleanse with those juices. Who knows when they've been juiced? So it really takes your, I feel like it takes commitment and patience to be really- It does, it does but yeah. it just takes, it takes the, com the commitments, the first part, right? And that's the most important thing is like make a decision and then, and then commit to, to making better choices. You know, my formula at the beginning of this whole thing, Nicole, was just being a better version today of myself than I was yesterday. And I focused that on, on just minimal areas that was within my relationships, with my wife and my daughter, that was within my relationship with food and drinking and my, what I was putting in my mouth and what I was putting in my mind and those types of things. And like really got self-centered on, my, on myself because like, if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be here, right? I, pro I, I wanted to give myself the best chance to be here for my daughter and in, in turn now, just four years, at less than four years after my diagnosis, I am healthier than I've ever been in my life, Nicole. I am 100% prescription free. I have no drugs going through my body. I'm completely free in my mind because I'm not committed to any chemicals that have been imbalancing my body. Because we talk about these kids and the, the decisions that they're making with these processed foods and these vegan products, right? Um, they're dangerous. And just because they say they're vegan, it's not a healthy thing. And our parent, these parents need to wake up because we just think, ah, yeah, that's just a trend or whatever. Well, there's some truth to this plant-based stuff. We need to pay attention to that. We need to start waking up to the, the fact that we're just being shoved down 
you know, our face Sprite and Coca-Cola and McDonald's from all these, these NBA players and stuff. It's just, that's not what they're eating. They have professional dietitians and nutritionists and cooks taking care of them on a daily basis. It's not with these fiber loaded, gum loaded, like, and then the oils that they use to keep all this stuff together. It's, it's not, that's not the answer. We need to simplify things, step away from the nutrition facts labels of all these different things to try and find all the stuff and yeah. just go to the produce section and learn how to make, learn how to make some yummy tacos out of cauliflower and broccoli. I dare you. It's amazing. I've done it. It's incredible. My family now loves my vegan taco, like complete plant-based cooking sometimes better than the regular stuff. Yeah. You know? I think that's the thing is sticking to, I always think of vegetables as like life force. There's life force. I only do organic too. I'm pagan diet. So I eat like regenerative meat. I didn't do well with plant-based for years, but I feel like I believe in medicinal doses of food. Like yeah. there's certain foods. I saw you creating something the other day and it was avocados and garlic and some of those things. So lead us through, what is it like now? maintain this lifestyle you have your business going which we'll talk about but like waking up to like the end of the day like are you food prepping on a certain day do you have help come in like what does it look like for for you now yeah so my wife and i are, are constantly food prepping for me but you know the way that i've kind of lived my lifestyle now is i don't require a lot you know i i i require i really depend on the amount of water that I drink. And then I eat really light throughout the day and then have a nice meal in the evening. And it's all plant-based stuff. And it's mostly, mostly raw foods that I'm, I'm preparing. Yeah. So, you know, I'll wake up and I, I pretty much fast till the afternoon and I start with a, a celery detox. So I learned that the best thing that you can do for your body to start your day is to run 16 ounces of celery juice through, through your liver and, and your system. And depending on the degree of backup that you might have in your body, you might have a different experience. Some people will have to live by the toilet for a few days as they're introducing their body to a celery detox type situation. Uh, some people are just fine that eat cleaner. But the point is, is that like doing that on a daily basis, it's a great liver detoxifier. So I told you I had seven tumors in my liver. And that became something that I needed to, to really focus on because they took half of it. Half wow. my liver is completely gone. Does it grow now, back? Huh? And that sounds, it, sound doesn't, like it doesn't grow back in size, but it grows back in capacity. So okay. what I have now takes care of me at 100%, if that makes sense. But it's half of my liver, right? And I think that they could take up to 70 to 75. I'm not 100% sure, but they took 50% of my liver. Oh. And, uh, and so it became one of those things that I just wanted to nurture that liver every single day. And what we found is that like this liver is so underestimated, but if you got you got to think about it. Like if you have this multi-million dollar machine, Nicole, it's going to pump you out the financial position and the lifestyle that you want forever. And it's got this one little filter on it. And it's just like, it's like this like $50 item. Like it's, it's something that doesn't really matter. And it's not the focus because you got all these gears that you have to keep in tune, but there's one little thing. And if you let that go, it can blow the whole thing up. Well, that's what, that's what we do as Americans here specifically yeah. with the diets that we have, with the products that are in the marketplace, all these bottled waters that we think are good for us, even spending 350 on the expensive stuff with the black label that has the vertical, I'm not going to say names. We know but, what it yeah. is. I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, and most people will because most people are drinking it because they think that that's what you got to do because it's the most hydrating because it says it on its label. And the problem is it's made up of chemicals and the water's been sitting in a bottle for six to eight months. I actually was moving stuff out of storage one day down by LAX and I saw that brand moving their bottles out and it just like killed the vibe for me because I'm thinking, you know, when you see it at the store, it's sold. A lot of these waters are sold as like this water from this source and it's so healthy. But when you see it coming out of like a crappy storage that's warm and, you know, it's like, what the yeah. hell? I... Yeah. I order special water. I feel like water is big. Um, tell us for, for this conversation, because you switch. And some people, even I was at dinner with some friends the other night, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, some of these vegetables have like kale. Not, people, not many people do well with raw kale. My body actually doesn't. What was it like for you transitioning into all these raw vegetables? Was it challenging for your gut at first? Because I mean, you just had all these surgeries and 
That's what was that like? Question. That's a great question because I did that transition in the middle of the fight. So I was on chemo and I tried to do it multiple times. And I remember one time going out and, and attempting this and I, we were out to dinner as a family and I had ordered some, you know, vegetable type medley so we can be, and all of a sudden I started feeling really ill and it, it was making me sick. So we had to leave and all this stuff. So it was a dangerous transition, but at, when I did figure it out and, and when I was doing it now for regular people that don't have thousands of cc's of poison running through their body, it's probably an easier transition, but I was doing it at a, at a pretty difficult time. Yeah. So it's kind of a difficult question to answer because I was dealing with toxicity. I was dealing with a rearranged system that had just been surgically yeah. removed and stuff. So there's a lot of those things and I was numb throughout my core for the better part of a year and a half. So you still that's the point. <laughs> I did it. I did it. So I knew that I was toxic and I knew that, 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 that what was happening inside of my body, the way that things were making me feel after I knew that I had to make a change. So my wife and I were just really, really committed to finding the answers of how can I clean up this fuel? What is it that I got to do? You know? And so I was like, you know, I was the person that was eating just, you know, organic farm raised chicken and, and a little bit of fish, but mostly vegetables and this and that. And then I would just learn more and more and more. And it just, it, as I finally went fully committed, I eat everything. I typically will juice more of the stuff that I don't eat. Like kale's very important. It's got a ton of minerals and vitamins. It's, it's an important, important source for our body. And, you know, maybe it's not going down well in its natural form, but, or in its raw form, but maybe if we juice it or, or cook it, I don't know. So we just, I have just been on a quest of just finding as much exotic rad stuff that I can find that came out of earth and figure out how to put it in my body the best way that I can consume it. And some things I will juice, some things I will zest as like garnishments, like horseradish root. Yeah. Crazy, but I use it daily. I zest it on everything. What's that good for? It, 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 for one, it, it kills cancer cells from what I've heard. I mean, I, I got to be careful in what I say because I don't want people to go use this and then all of a sudden it doesn't work. But yeah. there's all kinds of massive benefit. And a lot of the things that I do is all driven towards anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, uh, boosting the immune system, that type of thing, because that was my main focus for throughout my fight. Right. All that stuff was tearing down my immune system. It was tearing down my energy. So what can I use? to boost my energy and what I found. So we talk about this, like this balance in our life, the microbiome of our, of our system. It's from our mouth all the way down to our sphincter. That whole system needs to be nurtured. And part of doing that is flushing fruits and vegetables through it on a day-to-day -day basis, making sure you get those rich vitamins and minerals. And no, not just by supplements, by the real thing. Like God didn't put us into a supplement, a pharmacy. He put us into the garden of Eden. You know what I mean? It, it was all there. So uh, we need to simplify things. And I, I, I didn't have a lot of problems with textures and food and stuff like that, because maybe some of those things that I didn't feel, I don't know, but I had, a chemo. you were like this, I know the worst thing I can deal with this. <laughs> like, you're like, I went through a lot. I can eat some freaking vegetables right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and now, now my body craves it. Like I just, I, you can't put enough of, of vegetables and fruits in front of me. I will devour them and, and eat a mound of them. And it's just great. And the best part about it is I'm never lethargic. I have more energy now than, than probably most 20 somethings, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I want to get back into a basketball league. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I hit up my old college coach the other day. I'm like, Hey, I'm ready for another four years. Bring me back. Yeah, I love that. Well, did you have any emotional healing that you did? I mean, obviously this is emotional. There's yeah. a lot released in this process, but I know people when they're going the natural route to deal with cancer, sometimes it's, I mean, it's a combination of all, but some people go deep into the emotional, like, okay, there's something here I have to release, or I'm a resentful person. Like, was there any of that kind of Oh. Anything that came up for you? Yeah, I love that question because I, I love talking about this topic because I refer to it as the figurative forms of cancer. Mm. So, you know, I was in a heavy battle against the physical form. Yeah. Uh, but what I found is that the more work I did, the more time I spent walking around the neighborhoods to try and shed weight, the more positive stuff that I put into my mind, the more things that I started working on myself with, I started shedding other layers of cancer. I started shedding the self-talk that was negative. I started shedding the bad habits that weren't serving me. 
I started shedding the relationships that were fulfilling my purpose. And I started leaning hard into the things that were serving me. And that, that was huge. And so, you know, there's a lot played into that whole, whole emotional and spiritual tie when you're talking about those things. And what was so amazing was when I got through this, because you're talking about 25 years of, of year, maybe even more, I mean, my entire life at this point, I'm 41, but I mean, I was building up bad habits as adult and stuff like that. And so shedding those layers and getting rid of those addictions and stuff like that, or, or, or habits, the freedom that I have now, Nicole, and, and the light, the, the lightness that I carry myself in, it's so rewarding. And so this journey, this emotional journey and spiritual journey of the cancer war, yeah, it was a lot to deal with, with like the physical form of it and what that was threatening. But I spent a lot of time on myself trying to fix myself because I got myself in that position. Yeah. You know, my disease was not genetic. It, was, it had everything to do with the environment of which I created inside of my body and my mind and my being, and I had to fix it. And so I got to work and like, I mean, as simple and broke it down. I'm just going to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And through that formula was such a crazy and wild and rewarding spiritual and emotional journey. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if you can just wrap it up into one thing. Everybody goes through their own. You know, yeah. mine, mine was at the hand of a, of a cancer diagnosis and, but at the other side of this now and wh whatever, whoever's watching this, whatever you're going through, wherever you're at in the moment of your life, like just make that positive step forward. And at the other end of it, when you do find your journey and you find, and you step into your purpose through these valleys of darkness that we've got around us, it's the most rewarding thing that you can ever give yourself. So like, why would we ever spend any time on this earth not trying to heal, not trying to make put ourselves in a better position? And I know that's what you're all about. You're all yeah. about healing. Like we talked about this the other day. I am, but like, it's also, everyone has such a different, unique thing because some people have a physical diagnosis that's so undeniable, right? So for you, it was like the physical was so undeniable. For me, it was so emotional that brought up some physical. And then there's people that, are just in this place. I even talk to them or they reach out to me from this podcast and they're like, I'm just in a funk. I've been in a funk for a year. And it's like, I feel like that's a space where someone is like, I'm in this funk. I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm feeling when that's there, I feel like we're stagnant. It's an invitation to look at things. It's an invitation. So that's why I wanted to have you on just because I know that your story, one layer of it somewhere is going to help someone do something yeah. different. Or maybe you pass, they pass this along to one of the relatives that maybe have gotten a diagnosis and they feel like, well, the doctor told me this. And I believe in miracles. I believe in living in miracle consciousness and I believe in radical responsibility, which is what you're basically saying. You became radically responsible for all the things. And now I know everyone can't see but you have your hat on, which when you say higher power, they may think higher like H-I-G-H. Right. Actually higher like Gary's last name. Yes. Uh, higher power wellness. So tell me what was, when did you have this idea that you were going to start helping others with this? Cause that's exactly what you're doing. It, that was part of my spiritual journey, you know, and it all started out with a hashtag by a great supportive network that was rooting me on to fight for my life. Higher power was my hashtag. It was the, it was our mantra. Right. And so it, it just became something because at like, you know, you start going through this process. And for me, I shared my journey. You know, I started putting it out there. And, and as I put my story out into the universe, it started coming back as far as like love and prayers and support and just like this, this thing that, that, that started rolling. And so I just stepped into that and started just sharing. And then all of a sudden people started reaching out, people that were fighting for their life or people that, that have just had a friend that was recently diagnosed and they would say, Hey, you need to talk to Gary. He's got, he's got some stuff that he's doing. So you I know, did that. I connected you to you someone. Did that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like, wait, you guys, because I see it. I think it's so, it's one of those pivotal moments for people. But when someone, I see someone shares something on Facebook and they're like, so and so just got diagnosed or we're here. It's like, yeah. you don't know, like, should I reach out? But I always think I'd rather risk them being annoyed than yeah. holding back information that I have. Right. So thanks for being so willing to help that day. Of course, of course. I mean, I, when, 
I spent many, many nights and days on my knees in prayer, begging God for a second chance. And I promised I would help as many people as possible on the other side of this thing. Because, you know, it all, it all came down to that, you know, it's, it's centered around what I believe he created for us. And that's what my whole lifestyle is about. And, and now I'm leading other people. So people started reaching out and, and wanting to know what I was doing. And some of the best conversations I had at the front end of my battle were with a couple of people I'd never met before in my life, but just gave me a vision of what could be and gave me this idea that, hey, I can survive this disease if I just do something a little bit different. Yeah. You know, so my big thing now, anytime that I run up against adversity, because I'm not steered clear of that, like I got, I got scans every three months. So the anxiety is high and I stub my toes in my business all the time. And I have cash flow problems and these things with the business, like there's all kinds of different things that happen. So what I'm telling you this for is because anybody that's watching this, take a step back for a minute. We get so stuck in the moment of all this pressure on our life about everything that's going on but we're just here in this moment. And at the end of the day, we know that pain is temporary and our faith and our commitment is forever and our consistency is forever. And we just got to keep grinding. So when you take a step back, when I look back at myself, I'm 45 years old right now. I'm going to live till I'm 80, 90 years old. You watch, I'm not going anywhere. And, and so I look at myself on a spectrum of like, I'm only at the halfway point. I got so much more to go. And, and all of us can take, take that and put it into our life. If you're feeling a little heavy, if you're feeling a little down or, or whatever that is, if you're stuck in a rut or in a bad relationship or an addiction or whatever it is, try to remove yourself for just a moment and, and look at your life at a spectrum and just say, look, we've got here for a reason because of these things that led up to this. But that doesn't have to define our future. A decision right now and then a commitment to, to hold that through can define our future because you know, cancer could have defined me, yeah. but my fight defines me. Yeah. The willingness to never give up is what defines me and what has now put me in a position to lead other people. And now I'm doing this with other people. And, and Nicole, I smile here because I'm thinking of a few people specifically that, that had that death certificate, that was given that diagnosis by the doctor and told that by the doctors that they don't have a chance. Mm. But guess what? They're alive today. They're yeah. alive today because we changed up their we changed up their mindset. We changed up the way that they think a little bit. We changed the way that they look at food and fuel and the way that they look at their life as a spectrum. And they got focused on simplifying it. I love and that. guess what? They're here to tell their story about it, just like I am. The water and the yeah. food. I see you with the oils. You have your own oil line. You have yeah. certain elixirs that you've created. So tell us a little bit about them. So people that are interested, I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer of the water. I know I saw a video about microplastics. Um, and if I'm on a road trip or something, I'll get the water. But I ever since I saw that video, it's like the image stuck in my mind of these little microplastics. So right. tell us about the water and the things that you have that people can buy from you because there may be somebody that needs that. Yeah, so please, you know, at the, I just want to say, if you want to know more information, hit me up directly and I'll, I'll teach you all you know, because this is hours of conversation I'm going to try and put down into two minutes yeah. here. But the water is it, honestly like water, we are water, My, our bodies are 70% water, our major organs are 80 to 90% water. So it's the most important thing that you could possibly put in your body. And like you've noticed, you know, these microplastics and, and these things like they're creating alkaline water in bottles by using chemicals like sodium bicarbonate and magnesium bicarbonate, stuff like that, which is baking soda. But do you want to suck down a spoon of baking soda every single day and call that healthy? I don't. So this water machine that I have is made by Enagic. It's I'm a distributor for this company now. Um, I went all in. I educated myself on all the different waters all across the planet. And why this water is so powerful is because it's made by a medical grade device here in my home. We got a powerful uh, system here that you can have in your home. And, and uh, basically, it strips all of the harsh metals, all the chemicals out of the water. It loads it with antioxidants. And it breaks down the water molecule clusters so much that actually the water will now fit into the cells of your body. So I'm telling you this because as a four-year college athlete and all my entire life leading up to four years ago, I was dehydrating my body. Mm. And so are you. And so is the rest of America that aren't looking and paying attention to the ionizing power when you ionize water. Yeah, and that's what I have. This, this specific device is incredible. So I, I represent that company and, and, and educate people on hydration. And that's one part of it. The other part of it you said is like the juices. Okay. So the juices, 
I developed a formula that was just killer and it, and I do it every single day. And I have for the last three years, it's my celery detox and my signature superpower. It's two juices and it's a lifestyle. I say it's not a trend. It's a lifestyle because there's a lot of trendy juice cleanses out there. Nectar's got them cold pressed juicery. You go to the grocery stores, there's all kinds of uh, uh, cleanses, but is, is, is the direct way to health just by these short sprint diets and fads? No, it's through consistency. It's through creating a foundation and doing it every single day. So I do two, two juices every single day. And the people that are getting the best results off of my juices are committing to it on a daily basis. I do have some that go on short sprints, but the best results are coming from those that are doing it all. And then my oils. So I locked arms with Scorpion CBD. My guy that works there, Michael Teague, he's an industry expert. He's one of the best in the cannabis industry when it comes to the whole plant and growing and extracting and understanding it. So Right in the height of my battle at the beginning, uh, the prescription drugs were taking a toll on me and I needed to find an alternative solution. So I went to him and he's the one that taught me to treat it like a vegetable and he started making all the oils. So he made an incredible line of scorpion oils that he called it scorpion CBD and I educate people on those, but I also have my own brand. Higher Power Wellness has uh, um, uh, three oils, Wake Boost and Calm. Uh, we recommend also using them daily, the three of them, a full eye dropper each day. And the whole lifestyle of using the two juices, the three oils, and a gallon of water a day is going to provide so much massive benefit in losing weight, feeling great, better mental clarity. All this energy around your life is just going to just perpetuate goodness. It's incredible. And I've got too many testimonies to prove it. That sounds like an easy starting point for anyone. It's like it's just very easy. Yeah, like just start there and then start adding more things in. Exactly. Link all of that stuff in the show notes so anyone wants to go and check it out. Yeah. Um, but that's like an easy, like, okay, well, this seems doable. <laughs> start there and it's add easy. it last. Yeah, a couple of juices and a little bit of CBD oil, drink the right water and, and get outside and enjoy life. And, and what I teach people is free. I consult everybody at no charge. I just ask that you use my products because I know and trust what they are. I build them. They're handcrafted by me and my team and they're incredible. And then I educate you on the whys in the house. And then if you want, I'll teach you how to eat around that too. So you can clean up your diet and get even better results. But I'm telling you, just starting with this alone, like you alluded to, two juices, a couple droppers of oil a day and some hydration, you'll change your life. I promise you that. Sounds like, it's like, sounds like that little shift can do so much. It's easy. It's doable. And what I was going to say is I rather for anybody that's listening, you're like, well, what about this product? Going with someone like Gary, that's passionate, that's just going through this big shift really wants to help people versus some big corporation that's selling some stuff at Whole Foods. It's just, you know, I, I would say tune into the people that are really getting behind their products. And then I love that Gary, you make yourself available. So tell us where people can find you on social media or do you have a website? We'll put it all in the show notes, but sometimes people don't even look at the show notes. They just listen while all they're right. driving. So tell all, right. all right, here we go. So Instagram, I'm pretty active there. Uh, it's higher power wellness, okay. uh, all one word, higher power wellness. And that is H E Y E R not H I G H E R. Okay but higher power wellness, uh, at on IG. And then you can find me on Facebook as well. I got a higher power wellness page there. I'm not too active on that, but be, feel free to follow me personally. It's Gary J higher again, H E Y E R. And then my website, I got a couple of them. My main website that I want people to be driving to is, is higherpowerwellness.com. Uh, that's where you'll be able to find my juices and the oils and you'll get some education on the Congo water. If you're interested in that, you can reach out to me there. And if you want to learn more about my story, I got another website, higherpower.net. Uh, it shares a little bit more about my story and what, how the regiment kind of was birthed years ago, you know, and, and I built that. That was my original site that I built. And now we're, we're investing some resources to, to boost this out there because, you know, and then I want to make this one point too, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. On that website too, if you know anybody that's fighting cancer or been recently diagnosed, on the homepage of higherpowerwellness.com at the bottom is a form that you could fill out. And if you've been recently diagnosed, put your information in there and it's going to come to me directly. And we work with cancer, cancer warriors one-on-one. -on -one, and if, if they want to implement our lifestyle and can't afford it, we've got a warrior gift program that we built on our website that we have for people that do have abundance, that have the resources, that want to help people out, they can go buy these gift packages 
and we gift them to these warriors that I work with and I vet myself. And, you know, it's been a great rewarding process. We've done this now with a dozen people. We've got dozens more in queue. Uh, we need more good people to sign up and, and see what we're doing here because, you know, you get into this diagnosis and you go to the doctors for help and, and, and God bless them. And I'm so thankful for our doctors. They're incredible people in the modern medicine, but they only consider that technology. They only consider those prescriptions and they only consider those, stati those statistics when they're giving you your probabilities of survival. It's just the brutal truth. They don't understand it. They don't understand nutrition, hydration, and all that stuff. So that's where I want to step in. I want to show these people that there's another way to fight at life. And the best part about it, Nicole, is all of our products are for everyone. Yeah. You don't have to be fighting for your life to get benefit from our product. They're incredible for everybody. And I've got, I've got everybody from the aspiring health nut that's trying to figure it out on our program. And I've got people that are high-performing athletes and entrepreneurs that don't have time to meal prep that are on our program. And so it's for everybody. Amazing. So Gary, thank you so much for sharing all this. We're going to get all that details from you. We'll link it here. My yeah. friends, make sure that you share this episode, get it out there, share it privately to somebody you know that needs it, but share it and tag Gary and myself and let us know what you liked about this. And of course, Gary is making himself available for you. So take that while, while you can before he's too busy <laughs> and while he's making himself very available. So Gary, thank you so much for your time. Stay well, careful, mind, and keep inspiring, and we're grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, Nicole. Thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for this opportunity. All right, Miracle Worker, I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle, and you have direct access to infinite intelligence, and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business. Just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well. Know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up and stay open.